You're listening to the Molly's Place Podcast. Welcome to the Molly's Place Podcast. Guys, we want to apologize for last week. We did a podcast, but it was a little controversial, so we decided not to put it out. But this week, we have the mighty Van Halen. And why does Eddie Van Halen hate David Lee Roth so much? Well, let's find out. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, Dave. Hi, Jim. Welcome back to Friday. It's good to be back to Friday. It is Friday again. Now, mm. we... Uh, we need to apologize to everybody for last week. Yes. Um, there were quite a In more few... ways than one, I think. Yeah. Uh, there were uh, uh, quite a few people in here last week, like 30, 35 people. Something like that, yeah. And uh, we ended up not putting the podcast out. No. Yeah, because it was, it was a little bit ugly. Um, yeah. Well, it wasn't real ugly, but there was just... I think there were some parts that were ugly, and God mm. knows I was inarticulate as always, but even more so last week. Yeah. And uh, I think we, we both said some things that maybe... Some things we meant, and some things we probably didn't say the Correctly. way we really wanted right, to right, say right. them. The, 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 said them in ways that could be misconstrued. Yeah. Yeah. Taken out of context, yeah. which is what we were just talking about when you came in, how yeah. today nobody knows how to read. Yeah. Sorry, they, they have no reading comprehension. All they read yeah. is headlines yeah. and form an opinion from a headline without reading the story. Yeah. You know, like... Calm down, James. Yeah. Calm down. I, I was showing Dave a story about a guy... The headline says he's jailed for life for selling two bags of weed, mm. right? So now yeah. everybody's, oh, this is horse shit, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it turns out the guy's like a super repeat offender. You know, he's been in jail like three or four times. He's been dealing coke and all this and all that. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, read the story. So, uh, but anyway, go. last week, Dave, if you can hand yes, me the... Yes, I will. We'll get this out of the way from the beginning. Oh, you don't um, have to get it out of the way. This is gorgeous. Last week, uh, guys, we had the... Uh, we had the misfortune of having to talk about the the rebel flag, mm. and uh, me being from Kentucky, um, I don't see it as a as a racist symbol. Mm. I know it's got those undertones, yep. but for me, it's not. Um, but I'm a huge fan of the Dukes of Hazard. This is his dream car, as he has stated many times. Yes, Dave known me for years, yeah. and I've always talked about this car. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted one of these toy cars that we have here. Uh, people are just listening. Yeah. I have the one eighteenth scale yeah. uh, die-cast General mm. Lee car in the mm. box. Um, the the day when all that crap started, yeah. they shot up to over $300 on Amazon. It's amazing. And I just happened to find one on Amazon Japan for the regular price. Great. So I snatched it up really quick. They had two of them, and I went back to get the other one mm-hmm. like a couple days later, mm-hmm. and it was over two hundred bucks. Wow! Yeah, so, so you, you got it before they smartened up. Yeah, yeah. So I now have my General Lee car. The people that are watching yeah. the video, you can see this. Um, I'm a huge General Lee fan now. My and I'm just we're just gonna sorry, Dave. Could you sure, that back sure, over sure, there? sure. I'll put this. Um, I just want to. Um, I just want to point one thing out about this about this Rebel flag thing, and then we'll just. Not talk about it anymore. Mm. I am not against them removing it from city buildings. Yeah, that's what you offices, said last blah, week. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not against that one, you know, because it does have the racial undertones. My problem with all of this is them taking the Dukes of Hazard off of TV. Yeah. And not selling the Dukes of Hazard toys anymore, or Warner Brothers saying that they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna license the toys anymore. Mm. Um, if if you get rid of the Dukes of Hazard. Which was probably one of the most beloved TV shows, beloved vanilla uh, moral shows ever. Yeah, you know, because around that time, I mean, you're just coming off the heels of All in the Family and the Jeffersons and all this and all that, and even Three's Company, which is a very sexy show. Right, and you can go back even further. I mean, yeah. you you can find Bugs Bunny with the blackface, or yep. um, you know, um, Popeye. You know, fighting the Japs, you know, yeah. and I'm holding up air quotes there for everybody. Um, my whole thing is with, with this TV show, this is one of the most docile TV shows ever mm. that never had any racial undertones to it whatsoever. Yeah. And that's the one that's getting pulled off TV just because it's got a damn flag on the car. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a crock of shit. Mm. And uh, I was just watching a video before you got here, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, a lady was out on the street. um, Polling people. Yeah. And she had pictures. She had a stack of pictures uh-huh. that were rebel flag related. Mm-hmm. And she was just stopping people. Okay, I look at these pictures and just tell me if they're racist. Yeah. 
And it's like, oh, yes, 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 yes. General, General Lee comes up? Uh-huh. No. No. And this is black people, white people, yeah. old people, young people. Yeah. Everything is racist until they see the General Lee and they're like, no, this isn't racist. Yeah. You know, it's but It's one of the most iconic cars. Yeah. As we talked about last week. Yeah. And like I said, and you know, you know, that yeah. is my dream. If James had the money, mm. he would have at least one, maybe even two. I'd have two. Yeah. You'd have two mm-hmm. generally exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same way. Because he I was dream is his dream car. Right. So I'm, have, so I'm a little biased. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I'm a little biased on that. Good. Okay. okay. So anyway, um, Jambo, I'm oh, sorry. If I could say something before we start. Last week, and, mm. and again, I, we don't want to keep talking about the, the mm. podcast from last week because we didn't put it up. But <laughs> right. last week, I wore uh, sunglasses uh, because sorry. I had a very bad eye infection. And now, for those of you listening to the podcast and not watching this, uh, luckily it's cleared up. I went to a doctor, and, and so I have regular glasses on. However, I am dressed uh, fairly differently than usual. And I want to explain this a little bit. Um, just yesterday, uh, my wife picked up some shirts that we ordered for my school because I've been wanting to get some shirts, especially for summer, because it gets so hot over here. I want to change my shirts more often with my school uh, logo on it. And it's been very, very interesting because uh, I've worn them and they're very comfortable shirts and they're very, very nice. And we got them from my wife who works at my school and for another staff member. And she's really excited about this as well. Mm. But... What I wanted to say is the reactions to the shirts have been very generational. Oh. The older students that I have mm. are thinking, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. It's so great stitching and everything. Mm-hmm. It looks so cool and everything like this. We love it. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. The very young children mm. think, oh, it's cute. I see your emblem here. I mm. see your logo here. Wah. Right. But the teenagers. The, the teenagers think, oh, God Damn, this is so not cool. You're a geek. This is yeah. so geeky. Oh my gosh. And they're trying to be polite because God bless the Japanese, they try to be polite, but you can just see it in the reactions on their faces like oh, mm. old guy. Yeah. So that's why uh for those of you watching this on YouTube or what have you, um I'm wearing this shirt just because I want to actually just show it to you. And, I, and it's a comfortable shirt. The other thing I need to explain is this dorky cowboy hat that I have on top of my head. It's nice, Dave. Well, thank you very much. It cost exactly 100 yen, and I basically use it as a prop at my school sometimes, Um, but I forgot to bring any kind of baseball cap or what have you for this podcast, and before I started coming down here, I thought, I'm going to need something to cover my bald head so it doesn't glisten. Right. And reflect uh, from the light that we have over here. Right. So that's why I'm dressed as kind of someone who is a, um, let's say, a cowboy. You look like you just stepped out of a preppy hee-haw. A, pre- a preppy hee-haw. I like that. <laughs> a preppy hee-haw. Yeah. There you go. Yee-haw! Okay, yes. Dave. Now, so there you go. I, I don't want to harp back on the General Lee. Okay, harp but back. But we got a comment okay. here mm-hmm. uh, from J underscore Z. He's saying... You're still on the side of the KKK folks defending the flag. Come on, bro. Okay. Okay. You did not listen to what I said. You did not hear a word that I said. I totally support getting it away from away from the city buildings, the government offices, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my point is with the Dukes of Hazard, The Dukes of Hazard, the TV show. Now, we're done with it. Okay. Okay. And if you don't like it, just move along. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. So we've talked about uh, the Confederate flag, Dukes yeah. of Hazard finished, and now yeah. you can understand my attire. Yes. So all, all, right, the, now, all of those burning questions have been have been answered. Right. Okay. Now, good. Dave, you yeah. uh, you uh, I I titled this today. Why Eddie Van Halen? Why? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I almost got my uh, my jeans cut in your guitar, and I didn't. Oh, that's fine. I just knocked it over. It's okay. no big deal. It's oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, well, you, you had some questions. At the end mm. of our podcast last week, mm-hmm. I said, you know, what I really wanted to talk to you about last week is I've been reading, and it's been on the news, so a lot of people out there have probably read about this too, yeah, about recent interviews with Eddie Van Halen, because he's just about to go out with, um, with the reformed uh, Van Halen group, mm-hmm. with Dave, uh, and basically him just slagging on David Lee Roth mm. be, and, and hating how much he, he hates being around him, basically. Mm. Now, I could be misquoting this, but he really didn't... 
he gave the impression that he doesn't like David Lee Roth, but he's doing it for the fans. Mm-hmm. He's doing it because if, if they want to see the music, then it's basically with Dave, because that's mm-hmm. what they want to see. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm reading this, and I'm just thinking, man, I want to get your input on this. And you're, you're a Van Halen's guy. Um, maybe you should tell them a little bit about your, your just love of Van Halen. You've been on the Van Halen... Um, yeah, um, um, lists or whatever you know. I've been a fan of Van Halen ever since I was in junior high school. Mm. Um, Eddie Van Halen, sorry, the the dads is getting get me a little gassy. Mm. Um, the um, I've been a fan of Van Halen since I was in junior high school. Eddie is basically the reason that I started playing guitar. Um, totally deeply into them. Uh, if if anybody can ever find. Uh, the Van Halen Encyclopedia, which I believe is out of print now. Okay. Um, but there is a Van Halen Encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. I am listed in the credits. Really? Yeah, yeah. You never told me that. Yeah, I've got it around here. So I can oh, stay wow. Upstairs. Okay. Um, I'll well, show there you. you. Go. Yeah, um, it says, it says Jim Mully Mully. Jim Mully Mullins in the. There ain't no other. In the acknowledgement. You know, there's a bunch of people in there. Sure, it wasn't sure, just sure, me, sure, sure, but, you know, I'm sure. in there. Um, Great. Um, when the internet first started. I've heard of that. The, my first, very first thing that I ever did on the internet was a Yahoo search for Van Halen. I don't believe you. <laughs> After searching for P-O-R-N, sure, but no, it was no, your first? No, no, but the, okay, when, when I first got on the internet, this was, I got my first computer, was like 1996. Okay, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd never used a computer mm-hmm. other than typing when I was in college mm-hmm. on the apples with the big, sure. you know, oh, I know. huge floppy, floppy sure, disk, sure, right? sure, 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 sure. Um, so um, I had never actually used a computer before, and we mm-hmm. got a new Windows machines, Windows 95. Oh, okay. We get on the internet. I had no idea how to use the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what Yahoo was yeah. or anything like that. I knew nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I called my friend Tim mm-hmm. in America, because he's a computer guy, and I was like, how do I do this internet thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. And <laughs> What's this internet thing? Help me. Yeah. And he said, go to www. He says, type in www.yahoo.com. So mm-hmm. I typed that in. And, you know, this is way before this, before Google yeah, was even thought exactly of. Right? Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, okay. And he goes, now just type something in that bar to search for it. And I was like, okay, what do I want to look at? Oh, Van Halen. So, yeah, uh-huh. so I typed in Van Halen. Yeah. And I got a list of sites. And I was like, oh, cool. So I started checking out the sites. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I found was a uh, uh, a fan list, a mailing list. Yeah. Which I don't even know if they do mailing lists anymore. I doubt if they do. I would uh, really be surprised. I mean, I'm still a member of it yeah. to this day. Sure. I mean, we're talking almost 20 years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still get mail. If, if I open this mail account here, there's uh-huh. probably a thousand messages because I never open it. I get it on my phone. And, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been deep into Van Halen my entire teenage and adult life. My car number is 5150. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the. I've got the replica. Can you move out of the way there, Dave? Sure, just sure, a little sure, bit. Sure, people, sure. people's watching. You can see I've got my Van Halen guitar there, and I've got the Van Halen shirt, which is a gift from a friend. I got the it's Van gorgeous. Halen speaker. Um, can I move back now? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a Van Halen nut all yep. the way around. Yeah. And uh, Windows 95 from Jamboard P26. Yeah. More simple times. Yes. Um, so. Uh, then in 1998, this is probably what you wanted me to sure. kind of yeah. point out a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, 1998, um, when they went on their world tour for Van Halen mm-hmm. 3 mm-hmm. with Gary Sharon as the singer, mm-hmm. um, the people that were um, members of that mailing list that mm-hmm. I belonged to, mm-hmm. uh, everybody got like access to the meet and greets. Yeah. So you could go back and get a picture taken with mm-hmm. the man, blah, blah, blah. Well, when they came to Japan, mm-hmm. I was the only one here. Uh-huh. And one of the guys from the States came over and he stayed at my place. Uh-huh. So the two of us went and we had full all access passes yeah, that's amazing. for the entire Tokyo yeah. leg of the tour. Yeah. And we're talking, you know, we're going into we're going in, in the afternoon and yeah. watching him do sound check and yep. do all this and all that. Yep. We're, we're actually able to hang out and talk with him, you know, after the show. Uh, we would go backstage and eat with wonderful. the band. Yeah. You know, um sure. it was great. It was really awesome. So um now, I was around them a total of four nights, yeah. probably three or four hours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. each. Yeah. All right? So I can't claim to know these people. Yeah. I can't say they're my friends. No. But we've met. Um, anybody that watches my video, you've seen, or sorry, watches my YouTube, you've seen the video of Mully's Crying where they sing Mully's Crying on stage in Yokohama. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I'm I'm a Van Halen nut. So yeah. if you want to ask me something about Van Halen, yeah. can I, I, I? I'm a I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty decent source. Can I add just one more story? Sure. To this because I have always thought this awesome. I remember sure, 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 sure. several years before they came over, you were actually on the uh, this Van Halen uh, group or something like this, mm-hmm. and you actually were talking to Valerie Bertinelli sometimes. That was that was after. That was that was after. Well, I was I was chatting with her via mail. Uh huh. Uh huh. Valerie Bertinelli is an American uh, TV. 70s icon, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, was married to uh, Eddie for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. the mother of Wolfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah she was uh, One Day at a Time. Is that what the Yes, TV One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. Barbara, was that her name? I have no idea. I, I think so. Yeah, she was, uh, when we were teenagers, she was yeah. pretty hot, right? She was and she's very still good pretty, looking. She oh, still looks really good. She still looks great. Um, yeah, uh, I met her through the Van Halen fan list. And you actually talked to her on the telephone. That's what I wanted to get to. That was after. Okay. That was after the, the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We had exchanged things quite a few times before mm. the tour started. And I had argued with her quite a bit because I really didn't believe it was her. Uh-huh. Yeah. You and know? it's me. It's me. Yeah. Right. And... You guys don't know what a troll is. You have no idea what a troll is. Man, I used to be horrible. Um, but but we would get into flame fights. Oh, over, wow. Right? It wasn't trolling. You and Valerie? Everybody. Wow, okay. And occasionally she would be a target. Oh, boy. Um, so um, the first night of the tour, when all this came about, uh-huh. and we, you know, oh, my God, this is really happening, uh-huh. uh, I was backstage uh, before. A couple hours before the concert, I'm backstage. Uh, I'm actually on the side of the stage, mm-hmm. where just below the stage, um, where the guys are working. The steps are going up to the stage, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of sit back, kind of out of the way against the curtain. Yeah, so I'm not in anybody's way. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eddie came in. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I see him face to face. He was probably 15, 20 feet away from me. Uh-huh. And uh, since he was my idol, since I was a kid. I always had this image of him yeah. as being, you know, twenty feet tall. Sure, I mean, obviously sure. he's not, right? Of course, yeah. But you're expecting, you know, yeah, you're expecting something more than, yeah. than he is physically, at <laughs> yeah. least, you know. And he comes in and he's like five foot seven. Yeah, he's a small guy. Yeah, tiny guy, um, really dainty, real small. Yeah. Um, and my my first thought when I saw him, and this is kind of the the dumbest thing that'll ever come out of my mouth, but the first thing that I thought when I saw him was, God damn, he's got nice hair. Yeah. I, I don't feel bad uh, dressing like a gay cowboy right now after you just said that. <laughs> I had never I had never seen I had never seen hair like that, like no yeah. split ends or yeah. you know, it was just perfect. Yeah. I was like, My God, he's got nice hair. Well no. Um but I appreciate anyway, that now. Um so he was about fifteen, twenty feet away from me and my friend Rob that had come over from the States, mm. uh, which Rob was a guest here on the podcast one night when you weren't around. Oh great. Um he went over because he had met Eddie before when they were in Australia. Oh, okay, wow, okay. He had gone to Australia to follow Super. him down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually babysat Wolfie while he was in, in Australia. Um, <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah, so Dave or uh, Rob went over and he said hi to Eddie. And, you know, it, it, I could tell that Eddie recognized him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still over yeah. on the other side, mm-hmm. right? And Rob points to me mm-hmm. and he kind of kind of looks at me, uh-huh. kind of shifty looking, uh-huh. right? And uh, he comes walking over to uh-huh. me, and I'm like, oh, my God, Eddie Van Halen is walking He's over walking to me. towards me, right? Yeah. Um, and when he got to me, he jumped up on me yeah. and get, like wrapped his arms around my uh-huh. neck and his legs around my waist, uh-huh. like in one of the big bear hugs, yeah, right? Uh-huh. And he kissed me on the cheek. Wow. And he said, that's from the old lady. Ah, that's a great story, man. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. you're just like I, I, I don't know yeah. what world I'm in right now yeah, you know, I just like, don't understand it I think I've told you this before but yeah. a couple weeks before the tour mm-hmm. I've got time to prepare for this right yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself okay what am I going to say when I meet Eddie Van Halen yeah. I've been following this guy you know, he's the reason for this and blah 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 but I don't want to be a geek no. you know, I don't want to yeah. come off hey man I love your music you, yeah, you, you mean so really much cool, to me man. you know yeah. dork right exactly so I'm thinking what am, you know, what am, why don't I just Keep it to a high. Nice to meet you. And leave it at that and let kind of let the conversation go. Like you right? would a normal person, right. meeting a normal person, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to say I love your music or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So he jumps on me, kisses me. That's from the old lady. Jumps off of me. And I said, I love your music. Oh, dude! <laughs> dude, 
you totally ruined it. Yeah, I was totally starstruck. So, man. Totally starstruck. Now, the other oh, thing... Oh, ouch. Other, but you, other, you, you became more relaxed later. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, here's the thing. After that, um, we went up into where our seats were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and the... The, uh, the concert started. Yeah. And I'm watching this concert, and I had no... No excitement. Nothing. Really? No, really? Nothing. Yeah, it was like, it was like a total non-event. That's very interesting. I think the I think the Eddie Van Halen jumping on me and kissing me and talking to me and me yeah. actually meeting him yeah. and you know shaking his hand yeah. and uh-huh. oh my god that's Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. I that that concert couldn't touch that. Yeah, and and your your emotions, your you know everything's just spent. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going backstage. So yeah. I just. Started walking, yeah. and the cool thing is, when uh, you've got the all access pass uh-huh. on, they just open doors. Nobody even asks. Wow! You know, you walk up security, they just open the door. That Go on in, sir. Cool. You know, one of those things, right? Yeah. And uh, another little thing about that, especially here, since mm-hmm. we're foreigners, yeah, a lot of girls thought I worked for the band. Yeah, absolutely, sure. And they were approaching us. Wow. And I was thinking, man, if I wasn't married, we'd, yeah. be, we'd be going in the bathroom here. <laughs> you know? um, Yikes. But no, I, I kept it cool. I didn't mess with any girls. Good um, man, good man. No, I, but yeah, I can see in that situation. Of course they would think you're with the band. You got that pass. You're a foreigner. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I meet the band? Uh, um, sorry, Dave. Uh, yeah. Uriel4377 is wondering... Uh, what I think about Eddie speaking against Dave. You didn't miss it. I haven't answered that yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did take advantage of the backstage pass at one point. Oh, my. Can you talk about this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. I can totally okay. talk about this. All right, yeah. good. Okay. Um, uh, Rob and I left. Uh, we wanted to see... We wanted to be there in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Watch him working the lights yeah. and getting things set up. Like, way before the band even got there, gotcha, right? Gotcha, uh-huh. We got the passes. We uh-huh. can just walk in. Yep. Right? So uh, we left the hotel, and we went to the Hard Rock Cafe mm-hmm. in Ropungi for lunch. Sure. And when we walked in, we had our passes uh-huh. hanging around our neck. Uh-huh. The Hard Rock people thought that we worked for Van Halen. Sure, of course. So they gave us free lunch. Whoa. And half price on everything in the in the store. Really? Yeah. Wow. So we, we ended up, uh, we did eat our free lunch. You know, we took advantage of that, and then we went Hell down yeah. to the store, and I, th- I think I bought a shot glass. Sure, why you know, not? I didn't want to. I didn't want to take you total yeah, advantage no, of it, but no. yeah, I, I got well the, shot glass half price. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. you're not evil for that. Nah, nah, no. Nah. Half price Maybe. for an overpriced shot glass. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was probably, probably worth less than what I paid for. It. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I bet it was too. So that was that, and so you know there were you know, three or four nights of this. Mm. You know, meet. You know, being there when they're doing sound check. Eddie talking to us from the stage. You know, we're standing right below the stage, and Eddie's yeah. talking to us, and he yeah. he actually handed me a pick from the stage. Wow. Here you go. It wasn't like throwing out. I have to yeah. go fishing for it. Yeah. Um, Gary would come off the stage every night. Uh, after the sound check, and he would sit with us until you said many times that he seemed like a very nice guy. Yeah, he would sit with us pretty much to about fifteen twenty minutes before the show started. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Or I'm, I'm sorry, to about fifteen twenty minutes before the doors opened okay, for people okay. to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'd hang with us, you know, two three hours, you know, just wow. sitting there talking to us. Wow. And he's a type of guy. You start talking to him, and you feel like you've known him. For forever, he's just a. What well, that's such a compliment mm. uh, for anybody, but especially somebody who's famous, right? You know? That really he's means just a lot. A, he he had no rock star aura about him whatsoever. Wow. So I took my I took this, and that's interesting because I want to talk to you about that. What Eddie said about him, then? Yeah, mm-hmm. I took a billiard ball with me because that was a that was the uh, the Van Halen three tour. Yeah, uh-huh. and I played billiards. Yeah, so I took a three ball with me mm-hmm. to get signed. And anybody that's watching right now, you can see this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. Signed by Eddie Van Halen there, and there's Gary Sharon, mm-hmm. and there's Michael Anthony, yeah, and then Alex Van Halen. Where's Alex? Oh, there's Alex. Yeah, Alex Van Halen. Which there. is absolutely cool. Yeah. So I took this ball with me, and after sound check, I said to Gary, I asked him if he, uh, Gary, would you sign my ball? Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yikes! Now here's a cool thing. I don't know if it's true. He could have been blowing smoke up my ass. Mm-hmm. But he said they signed no three balls. He said they signed no billiard balls an entire tour. Wow. So 
if if he wasn't lying, mm-hmm. this is the only billiard ball in the world. Yeah. And, signed and on I the, bet on it the is. Van Halen Three Tour. It's definitely the only billiard bar, ball they uh, signed in Japan. Yeah, and the thing is, the stage had billiard balls, three three balls. Oh, really? On the stage? Okay. Like on, printed on uh-huh, the stage, uh-huh, not okay. like not up on sure, the sure, stage. Sure, right? Okay. <clears throat> so I mean, two plus oh, two is five, know. right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so um, that I didn't know. Yeah. So. Um, Apparently, this is the only three ball signed by Amazing. Van Halen Amazing. Uh, on that tour. That's pretty uh, cool. But when I gave it to Gary, I said, could you sign this for me? And he said, sure. Mm-hmm. And he signed it. And then he says, you want me to get the other guys to sign it for you? No, I, I just want your signature. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So he started to walk away and he turned around. He goes, come on. He said, follow me. God. And we went through we went through the back and he uh-huh. took us up to the room where they uh-huh. were getting ready to... Uh-huh. You know they were they had a table laid out with yeah. food and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and uh, my friend Koji was with uh-huh. me that night. You know yeah. Koji. Oh sure, I know Koji. And uh, Koji's getting ready to meet Eddie Van mm-hmm. Halen, and Gary opens the door, mm-hmm. and we walk in. Sorry, when we were going up the steps, Alex Van Halen was coming out, uh-huh. the drummer. Uh-huh. Uh, he was coming down, and Gary asked him if he would sign this. He says, "We've got some fans here. Could you sign this?" He was kind of rock starish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sign, get the hell out of my way, type yeah, thing, uh-huh. right? Um, so he signed it, and he went, "I don't give a shit. I got the sign. That's all that yeah, matters." Uh-huh. Um, then he took us to the room where they were, it was like their lounge room, I sure, guess. Uh-huh. And he pushes the door open and well, before we, I said, I said to Koji, I said, Koji, behind that door is Edward Van Halen. Yeah. Now I'd already talked to Eddie a couple sure, times because uh-huh. I was here Wednesday and Thursday and Koji uh-huh. came up on Friday Eddie's behind that door. So Gary pushes the door open and there's Eddie standing uh-huh. there with a bag of Doritos. Uh-huh. Just, just eating Doritos yeah, like yeah, a regular yeah. guy. Just, you know, digging out of a bag uh-huh. of Doritos, right? Uh-huh. And Koji's just like slobbering. Oh, my uh-huh. God, it's Eddie Van Halen. And Doritos. Yeah. So we went in <laughs> and uh, got all the introductions yeah, out of yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, Gary got the ball signed by Eddie and Mike. Awesome. So everybody signed it. And then uh, Michael Anthony had been out shopping that day, and he bought these plates mm-hmm. that had, like, kanji on them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he said to Koji, he says, you're Japanese, right? Yeah. And he says, yeah. He goes, could you tell me what's on these plates? So then... So here's Koji and Michael Anthony sneaking off to a corner, sitting down and that talking. That's so you know. awesome. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, now the point that you wanted to hear, uh-huh. Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the last night of the tour mm-hmm. in Yokohama, uh, we were invited backstage after the after the show mm-hmm. uh, to the VIP room. Wow. So we went back to the VIP room. There were a bunch of people in there. Sure. No idea who they were. Were they very important people? Bunch. Yeah, probably. They're probably radio <laughs> winners. Yeah, you know, sure. Stuff like that. Um, so we're sitting there waiting and their tour manager came in and he mm-hmm. go and he leaned down to me and he says, you guys follow me. Uh-huh. And so the four of me and Koji and Rob, Rob, mm-hmm. uh, he took us across the hall to the room where they were having dinner. Okay. So we got to sit down. Wow. We got to sit down. Hey guys, grab a plate. You know, they had like a buffet laid out. Grab oh, a plate. Man. You know, blah, blah, blah. So we got to sit down and eat with them. God. And I just had my my tattoo done on my leg. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I had that done on the Saturday because they weren't playing. Okay. Uh-huh. And this tattoo was actually my remembrance or what, what, do, you, what do you call it? Yeah, the, mem- remembrance is Yeah, my, for my memory. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. My original idea was to get a Van Halen yeah. logo. Yeah, I know you told me you told me about this. Right. And I was going to get a Van Halen logo around my leg. Mm-hmm. And when I got into the tattoo shop, I was like, I'm 30 years old. What the hell am I getting a rock band's? logo on my leg for right yeah, yeah so i changed the design and i got what i yeah. got what i got here uh-huh. which is anybody wondering it's a buffalo skull yeah uh, with Pretty indian, cool, indian markings and feathers and stuff on it <clears throat> so anyway that tattoo's fresh it's only yeah. two days old yeah it's still wrapped in plastic uh-huh. i know michael anthony has tattoos uh-huh. so i was sitting next to michael at the uh-huh. table and i said oh mike i got i got a tattoo over the weekend and i yeah. pulled up my pant leg to uh-huh. show it to him and he leaned down and he goes oh that's really cool and he just slapped it as hard as he could. Right? <laughs> now, it was already burning and stinging, right? Because I'd just been inked up yeah, two days uh, ago, right? Uh, and uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, "You do that again, they're gonna be they're gonna be reading about you in the newspaper on Monday." <laughs> Did he laugh? Did yeah, he laugh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so <laughs> when they uh, when they That's were winding a fun up, story. That's a fun story. When they were winding up the yeah. night. Um, they were like, okay, sorry guys, you know, we 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 really need to get out of here, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Sure. So I went over to Eddie and shook his hand and I said, Hey, you know, I really want to thank you 
for giving us the opportunity to do this this week. You yeah. know, we had a great time. Yeah. So I've been a fan of yours for uh-huh. you know my entire life. And mm-hmm. I said, it's just like, I said, I had a really great time and I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I said, Which is I, cool. That's not dorky. That's just right. sincerity. And I said, I've, I've got a gift for you. Uh-huh. And I know that Eddie collects lighters mm-hmm. when he smoked. I don't think yeah. he smokes anymore, but he mm-hmm. was, he was a lot, he collected lighters mm-hmm. and I had bought this lighter for him. Mm. Um, I'm glad you're bringing this up. It's this like a, a cool square, light. it's like yeah. a square lighter. Yeah. Um, like a Zippo type lighter, yeah. But it doesn't have the flip open top. It's right. got this. It looks like a flask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you unscrew the top of it, and mm-hmm. you pull out this stick. Mm-hmm. And the stick has a flint on the end uh-huh. of it, and you can scratch it across the bottom of the uh-huh. lighter, and it lights like a match. Gotcha. Uh huh. And so you can light that way, and then you can just put it back down in there. But you fill it up with lighter fluid. That's like awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I gave that to him. I said, Ed, you know, I know you. I know you collect lighters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen one like this or uh-huh. before, but I thought this was really cool. And, you know, my thank you yeah. for doing this for us. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So uh, I gave him the lighter. And then I leaned over. I kissed him on the cheek. Uh-huh. And I said, give that to the old lady. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's, that's the end of... That's pretty cool. That's the end of That the, was pretty cool. That's the end of the Van Halen tour. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so about... I want to say two or three weeks after that. Okay. I don't, I don't remember how long it was. Around there. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Um, three o'clock in the morning, 2.30, 3 o'clock in sure. the morning, my, uh-huh. fo- my phone rings. Uh-huh. Who the hell's calling me at 3 o'clock and exactly. saying, who died, you know? Exactly. Right? When you get a call like that. So I, I pick up the phone. Hello? Molly? Yeah. Who's this? It's Val. <laughs> Val who? Valerie Bertinelli, horse shit, right? Yeah, exactly, right? exactly, exactly. And she's like, no, Molly, it's me. And I was like, oh, my God, hi, Val, how you doing? You know, And I you know, instantly woke up, right? Sure. And uh, basically kind of went through the whole thing. I said, hey, you know, we had a great time. I, mm-hmm. You know, thank you guys for all that. It was su- yeah. such an amazing time. Um, and then uh, she said, she said, um, oh, no, no, not yet, not yet. I heard Eddie come in the room. Uh-huh. And he walked in and he said, who are you talking to, hon? Mm-hmm. Now, I knew that voice. Yeah, so that uh-huh. proved it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who are you talking to, hon? And she says, I'm talking to Mully over in Japan. And I said, tell him I'm the one that gave him the lighter in Yokohama. And she said, oh, he's the one that gave you the lighter in Yokohama. And he goes, yeah, I know who he is. Oh, that's Oh, cool. Eddie knows me. Eddie right? knows me. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure he's forgotten about me but by it's now. It's been um, several years, so I mean, yeah. So uh, there was that. And I was like, I told her, I said, you know. I said, I got him. I gave him a lighter mm-hmm. when he before they left. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I hope he gets some use out of it. And she said, Oh, she said that was hanging on his belt when he came in. Oh man! Now I know that's true because it had a clip. Yeah. Uh huh. That you could hang it on your belt, like that's one, cool. like one of those climbing clips. Sure, right? sure, so sure, she sure, wasn't sure. making that up. Yeah, exactly. Or she at least saw it and made up the story. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So she said, I don't think she made up. No, that story. I don't either. And she's she, not that kind of lady. And she said, you know, it was hanging on his belt when he came in. Blah blah blah. And I, you know, we talked for a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, life in Japan yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then That's uh, nice. we were getting ready to get off the phone. And she says, oh, by the way, thanks for the kiss. Oh, man. Now, I never mentioned that to her. Yeah. I never That's mentioned awesome. it. So, yeah, so she got it. Yeah. That that actually tells so, me some good things about Eddie right yeah, now, so, too. So, so she either got the kiss or she took a wild, but yeah, she got it. Yeah. You know, took That's, a wild stab. You that know. is sweet. Um, that is absolutely sweet. Yeah. That's great. <clears throat> what a great setup for all this stuff. Now, yeah. let's get to something not as, as nice because, uh, as, as we were saying, that a couple weeks ago, uh, has it been a couple weeks ago now? Has it been a couple been weeks ago? It's been about two, three weeks, yeah. Uh, Eddie did at least one, maybe even a series of um, interviews. I don't know if it was a series mm-hmm. where, well, the, the long and the short of it is, is he's going to go back on tour with his son mm-hmm. and... Pardon me, folks. It's the dad's root beer coming back up, and Dave and his brother, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying that he doesn't like Dave at all. No. Can you tell? You know more about this stuff than I do. I know. <laughs> I, I've read a couple bit more, but it, it's 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 really no secret. Yeah. Um, Dave has actually been back in the band since two thousand seven. Yeah. So he's been there eight years. He's been back with them for eight years. Wow. Now, right? And they've had okay. they've been out a couple times in Have that they? time, right? Have they? Um, it's my understanding yeah. that uh, the last album they made um, that came out in 2012, I think mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. um, they, they, 
they were not in the same room while recording. Yeah. So yeah. they weren't in the studio together. Wow. The band would record their parts. They'd give the music to Dave. Dave would sing over it, right? So they're not spending any time. If, if they were in the studio, it was very little interaction. Yeah. Um, and if you anybody that knows Van Halen really well, if you listen to that CD, it's basically a rehash of a bunch of their demo songs that they did. That's what you told me a long back time ago. Back in the early yeah. 70s, uh-huh. in the mid-70s. Uh-huh. Um, all kinds of, you know, all kinds of remakes. At one point, uh, sorry, on one point, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of sad that they didn't come up with new music mm-hmm. for for an entire album. Yeah. But at the other time, I've got their demo albums here. Uh-huh. I've got one of the original sets of the four, what they call the un-CDs. Uh-huh. I have the original set right here. Wow, okay. Um <clears throat> There are a bunch of songs on there uh-huh. that I really wanted to hear uh-huh. updated. Yeah. And there, some of them are on there. Oh, that's cool. So that was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. really like that. Yeah. Um, so it was good to hear that. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, this whole this whole thing with getting Dave back together, uh-huh. we need to thank Wolfgang for that. Really? Yeah. He's really? the one that, he's like, Dad, you know, we need to do this. We need yeah. to get Dave back in the band. This is what the people want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when it came time, I think Wolfie picked most of the music to Did record. He? Yeah, um, I know he's been uh, he's been responsible for the set list on this tour. Really? Okay. Um, he's been picking the music to play, and they're, and they're playing some deep cuts off of some albums. It's the shit they never played before. Really? Right? Yeah, it's amazing some of the stuff they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the you know Eddie and Dave interacting, yeah, uh, just on stage. Well, I saw them on and Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were doing their thing in in Hollywood, and they looked friendly, but I guess it was just an act on mm-hmm. stage. Yeah, that's all it is. Wow. Um, they don't travel together. Mm. They don't use the same dressing rooms. Wow. They're totally separated. Matter of fact, I don't even think their dressing rooms are anywhere near each other. Wow. It's just amazing. Yeah, they're totally separated, and then like they meet on stage. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if you watch the Jimmy Kimmel, if you watch it all the way to the end when mm-hmm. they're leaving, mm-hmm. Ed goes to one car, Dave goes to another. I I did not see that. Yeah, I did not know. Yeah, that. and and they're not talking afterwards, you know. Wow. Um, so the I don't know. I, I've heard so many stories about David Lee Roth being an egotistical asshole. You know, he's a singer. Most singers do have what they call LSD, the lead singer's disease. Yeah, which mm-hmm. they're egotistical assholes, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um. He could be like that. Whoa, I, oh, I almost okay. fell off. <laughs> I sat on a little chair, everybody. Sit in the much? podcast, there was almost an accident in here, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay. That's the second time we've done that. Exactly, me. exactly. Um, so I've heard stories of Dave being a real asshole, mm-hmm. and I've heard stories of Dave being really cool. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, you know, it could go either way on that. Um, there's something between the two of them. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, they just, um, I believe that Dave... Dave tried in the early days tried to control Eddie. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's it's pretty common knowledge that when Dave joined the band, their musical tastes were totally different. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. You know, the Van Halen brothers were into you know, like the Creams and the the hard rock. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. the, the bluesy hard rock at that time. Yeah. And Dave was more into showbiz stuff. Yeah. Frank Sinatra. And, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. You know stuff like that. So Dave kind of infused that style in their music mm-hmm. and showmanship. Yeah. Yeah. And Eddie Van Halen was the his 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 guitar prowess mm-hmm. was going to break out eventually. Yeah. yeah. But. You know, I, I think David Lee Roth is just as much responsible for their fame. Oh, sure. As, as Eddie Van Halen is. Sure, I mean, sure, there's, sure. I, I think they can split that equally mm-hmm. um, as far as Van Halen the band goes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's no, uh, doesn't seem to be any love between them. They're, yeah. you know, traveling separately, yeah. uh, not sharing dressing rooms. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, and it's been like that. Yeah. Well, the interview that I read, Eddie pretty much slags on anybody and everybody that's ever been in the band. Go ahead. He he I, I don't remember ever him saying anything nice about anybody who's no longer in the band. Mm. I, I I please correct me if I'm wrong on that. I really no. don't. No, you're right. You're he right. and especially and especially Michael. Because mm-hmm. 
Michael Anthony always seemed like a good guy, and his vocals were very, very key mm. to the sound of the band. Well, you know, Michael Anthony, um, like I said, meeting them in 98, mm -hmm. I'm not friends with these guys. Yeah. I don't know them personally. Mm -hmm. But you get an impression of somebody, sure. right? Yeah. Michael seemed like a really, really down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Now, one thing that we did do mm -hmm. on that trip mm -hmm. is... After the show, mm -hmm. we would hang out with Michael's tech. Okay. And we went to clubs and uh -huh. hung out, and we we went back to his hotel and mm -hmm. drank till the morning. Wow. Um, his name is Kevin Dugan. Mm -hmm. He was Michael's right hand man. You know, took it. He's the one that brought us into the tent wow. on the side of the stage and gave us the Jack Daniels base to get our pictures taken with cool. it and everything. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Kevin was a really, really good guy, um, and he would tell us stories, you know, war stories, you know, yeah, tour uh -huh. stories. Tour stories, sure. Um, stuff that, some stuff can't be repeated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I will be asking you after this podcast. <laughs> and I will tell you. Yeah. Um, uh, one, one little thing that happened. Okay. Um, when we went into the hotel room, he had a suitcase on his, on his bed. Mm -hmm. uh, the suitcase was open, laid open. Yeah. And it was filled with Michael Anthony stuff. Uh-huh. Like huge bags of picks. Okay. And all just stuff that Michael would need. Okay. Uh -huh. You know, he's he's the tech, he's right? He's the tech guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's got like thousands upon thousands of these Michael Anthony's picks there, right? Uh-huh. And he'd probably go through these, you know, all of them in the tour, right? Sure, sure, exactly. Um, so I said to him, I said, Kevin, are, are these Michael's picks? And he said, yeah. And I said, would you mind if I have one? Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah. He says, take as many as you want. Wow. And I said, well, if I could just have like one red one and one blue one, that'd be cool. Yeah. And he said, yeah, take what you want. Um, so I took the two picks and I took them over. And I said, are these okay? And he said, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, when we were leaving the ne in the morning, uh -huh. <laughs> after all the drinking, yeah. um, he said, I want to thank you. Uh -huh. And I said, what for? He uh -huh. says, nobody ever asks. Wow. He said, they just take. Wow. I said, well, I'm not going to steal your shit, man. Who <laughs> the thug do you think I am? Exactly. Right? Get the thug life. It don't. Don't. Right? Thug life. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. That's um, nice. The One story I can tell you about Michael Anthony that Kevin told me mm -hmm. was uh, they would go to someplace like Disney. Uh-huh. Down in Florida. Sure. And, or it doesn't matter. They, Wherever. It, it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go to the theme park. Sure. And they're waiting. There's a line for Magic Mountain. It's like three, mm -hmm. you know, two, three hours long. Sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, he's Michael Anthony. Mm -hmm. Technically, he can walk right up to the front of the line yeah. and they'll let him through. Yeah. But he won't do that. Oh, that's a good thing to hear. He stands in line with yeah. everybody else mm -hmm. and signs autographs and talks and stuff like that. I so sure like hearing that. Michael's, Michael seems like a really down-to-earth, just cool guy. And when we talked to him, you know, he just he was just cool. Yeah. Um, when Alex Van Halen was doing his solo, I've got video of it here somewhere. Uh -huh. um, I've got a couple videos that I need to transfer over to digital. You do. Um, we've got video during uh, Alex Van Halen's solo. We're on the side of the stage mm -hmm. doing the Congo dance. Wow. At Michael's, you know, he's back there, you know, Pouring shots for everybody and wow. you know, dancing around during the. Uh -huh. That's that's what he does during the solo. He's got a Congo line going. Wow, that's pretty fun. And there's you know ten or twelve, fifteen, twenty that's people. Amazing. Here. That's amazing. And, and so they're all fun. drinking and dancing and having a good time. And then when he finishes, he goes runs back on stage. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so you know he seems like a really really cool guy. Somebody you can hang out with and have yeah, a good time. Absolutely. Now, I don't know why, I, I. I have no idea why Eddie Van Halen does not like Michael Anthony. Mm. But, Dave, this isn't anything new. No. This actually goes back to the early 80s. Wow. There were, I think, like as early as like 80 or 81, mm -hmm. Eddie was trying to get Billy Sheehan. Oh, I know Billy Sheehan. Yeah, he was trying to get him to join. Really? So we're talking, you know, th you know, a couple years into their career. Wow. And they're already trying to get rid of Michael. Wow, interesting. And I have no idea why. I didn't know that. This is the first time I'm hearing this. So yeah, so this isn't this isn't something that just cropped up on, you know, since oh, well Wolfgang's old enough now, let's get him. Yeah. They've wanted him gone for a long time. Well, there you go. Now, in that article where Eddie was slagging everybody, mm -hmm. 
He said, I'm sorry, hold on. What what did he say about Michael? He can't write or He can't play, basically. Didn't he play that? He said I had to show him everything. Yeah. I had to show him how to play everything. Yeah. Is what is what he said. Mm -hmm. Now, most people hear that and they hear, Oh my god, Michael Anthony can't can't, can't play. play. Yeah. Eddie's gotta show him how to play. Mm -hmm. I don't hear that. Okay. What do you hear? What I hear is he needs to play what I want him to play. I see. So I show him, uh -huh. you know, he, yeah. needs to, he needs to play it my way. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason I think that mm -hmm. is, I think it's the Fuck album, uh -huh. For Unlawful Kind of Knowledge. Uh -huh. Or is it the next one? Maybe Balance. I think it's, what, what, I think it's for uh, the, well, the, the F one. One of the, one of the albums, mm -hmm. one of the last albums, mm -hmm. um, Michael's not even on there. Yeah. So Michael would go in and record, and uh -huh. they do everything. Mm -hmm. Eddie would go back in the middle of the night and record over everything that and, Michael and that's, did. And that's common knowledge now. Mm -hmm. That's very, very famous. And I didn't know how far back that went. Yeah. And, and I, I've, I'm really surprised about this, because it seems Michael can play. He can. But he doesn't play what right. Eddie wants. Now, here's the thing. You got, and this this comes back to what we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. about people reading headlines and not understanding what mm -hmm. they're reading mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or miscommunication. Okay. Because we'll we'll say this, and it's something that that Kurt and I have always said for a long time is the message sent is never the message received. Yeah, you've said and that, and especially when you're going with text, uh -huh. you're not getting the, the absolutely vocal into you know, I, 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 yeah, I, fluctuations I know. stuff very, like that. Very positive. Sorry about so, that. So. Um, after Eddie said that, like a day or two later, Sam, mm -hmm. there was a video of Sammy Hagar defending Michael Anthony. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. F you, Eddie Van Halen, yeah, you know, uh -huh. blah, blah, blah. And then somebody, like a day or two later after that, somebody's posting how Sammy's a hypocrite uh -huh. because in his book, mm -hmm. um, Sammy said, Michael never wrote anything. Uh huh. Michael didn't write anything, blah, okay. blah, blah. Okay. Now, this goes back to what I was saying. The message sent never the message received. I don't see those two things as the same. Okay. What I see Eddie is saying is Michael needed to play what I wanted him to play, so I had to show him mm -hmm. how to play it. Uh -huh. And what I'm hearing Sammy say, uh -huh. is, and guys, anybody out there, I hate Sammy Hagar. <laughs> or sorry, I hate Sammy Hagar Van Halen, so I would never take yeah. up for him. But I have to say, after all this stuff that's been coming out... Uh -huh. I'm kind of starting to like Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I may not, I may not be swooned over to the Van Halen era of era him, of him mm -hmm. but as a person, yeah, he's doesn't seem all that bad. So I read his book, uh -huh. and so I'm hearing Eddie saying Michael's not playing what I want him to play, so I have to show him everything to play. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing si Sammy say is Michael didn't write. Yeah. Eddie wrote everything. Yeah. Now he didn't yeah. say Eddie wrote everything. Yeah. Uh -huh. But he said Michael never wrote anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But did Alex write? I don't know. Yeah. Well, he probably did the drum parts. He probably right? did the drum parts. Yeah. Um, so there you go. So yeah, um, I I don't see I don't see uh, Sammy being hypocritical, taking up for Michael like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, so my question mm -hmm. to you is: mm -hmm. Do you think this tour is going to? last the entire what is it 37 gigs oh yeah they'll be fine they'll be fine you, you don't think it's gonna stop because i mean in the past i mean somebody's had a health problem or some, something but you don't think that this is is not gonna like blow up and something's gonna happen well here's the thing there are people in here tonight that mm -hmm. i i think there's a couple people from the van halen list okay and you guys can you guys can uh can fix can correct me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. but i think they've had Three or four tours, okay, since two thousand seven, okay, with David Lee Roth, okay, and it hasn't changed, okay, you know, yeah, they're doing it for the money. Sure, I think I think they've got a system worked out uh -huh. where we get on stage, we do the show, uh -huh. and then we just stay away from each other. And if that works, and if it's making the the crowds happy, and if mm. it's putting money in their pocket, I respect it. Right, I, I'm sorry, I do. Right, you know, they don't have to be best buddies, but I am a little surprised 
because I know historically that Eddie, and I've seen, and I've heard, more importantly, I've heard interviews and everything of him talking about how much music he's produced yeah. over the years that are in the vaults or where have mm -hmm. you. I'm just really surprised that with Eddie or even another singer, whomever, he hasn't produced new music in such a long time. Well, that's the, that's the, the mystery of, of Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. He always says, I've got three albums worth of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Every time, you know, yeah. so he's, he's got, you know, 15 albums yeah. of stuff yeah. ready, right? Yeah. Um, what I think a big thing of that is, mm -hmm. he might have enough material yeah. for 15 albums, mm -hmm. but he doesn't have enough good material. There you go. Okay. Now, this is one thing that I've always said, especially after Dave, Dave left, and mm -hmm. even after Sammy left, uh -huh. especially after Sammy left, yeah. because... Even though I'm not a fan of mm -hmm. the Sammy era mm -hmm. of Van Halen, mm -hmm. I'm fair. Yeah, I give credit where credit is due. Uh -huh. All those albums went to number one. Uh -huh. There were some hits. There, there are some songs that I like. Uh -huh. um, the Fuck album mm -hmm. is probably one of my favorite Van Halen albums mm -hmm. ever wow. because of the guitar. Okay, because of the guitar. Okay. I think the guitar work is just amazing on okay. that album. Uh -huh. um, but... What, where, what, what was I talking about? Uh, we were saying, why hasn't he produced more oh, oh, new material? Um, so I think that Dave mm -hmm. and Sammy, mm -hmm. Eddie would produce this music, these riffs or mm -hmm. whatever, and Dave and Sammy would say, all right, twist it this way, uh -huh. or go this way with uh -huh. it, or let's do this with uh -huh. it. You know, they would, they were kind of like the... Like the, the band leaders. The right? band leaders, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. And kind of... In some ways, the many producers in some Molding ways. Eddie yeah. into... It. Now, if you listen to the Van Halen 3 album uh -huh. with Gary Sharon, uh -huh. Eddie did all that by himself. Man, that album sucks. Really? And really? There, there's some shit music on that really? album. Really? Really? Now, I will say this about that album. Mm -hmm. It sounded a lot better live. That's interesting. Okay. Live, it sounded good. And, and I have to also add that on that tour, mm -hmm. we were the last stop okay. of the tour. So yeah. they'd been playing it for an entire year by yeah. the time they got and here. And so they right? knew it backwards and forwards. Right. So yeah. a, a lot of the songs that I hated on that album sounded really good live. That's interesting to hear. Um, now, you also want to know about Gary Sharon. Yeah. Because Eddie slagged him too, yeah, right? Yeah, uh -huh. um, <laughs> I can kind of understand that. I never thought that Gary fit. Mm-hmm. I think Eddie said something like he came out dressed dressed like John Travolta or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, with the clothes and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he was like, I knew that wasn't it. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, Gary was a little too fashionable for them. Yeah. Um, too and, young for them? I don't know. I don't think the age is all that different. Maybe mm -hmm. six, seven, ten years. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, but I never thought he fit. Yeah. Mm, that that wasn't that yeah. wasn't gonna work. It didn't yeah. really surprise me when they got okay. rid of him. Okay. Um, I felt bad for the guy. Yeah. Because he really just stepped into a pile of shit. You know. He really did. And he tried his best. It sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't heard anything about him or from him since. Oh well, he's back with Extreme and. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he? Oh, there you go. I don't know. Um, if I can talk about that. Extreme for a second, yeah, please. Um, I when when we were at the. Uh, we were we were at, after sound check. We were mm -hmm. uh, Gary was sitting down with us. We're all sitting in the chairs, yeah. just hanging around. And uh, I said to Gary, I said, Gary, can I ask you something about Extreme? Mm -hmm. And he said, Yeah, what is it? And I said, More than words. Uh -huh. I said, When you guys wrote that song, did you know that you were gonna have one of like the biggest singles of all time? Yeah. You know? Were you expecting any of that? And he said, You know, he said to tell you the truth. He says I went over Nuno's house one afternoon. Uh -huh. And Nuno was sitting out on his porch with an acoustic guitar, yeah. and he's playing this thing. And I just sat down, and we started just working on. It. He says we wrote the whole thing in about a half hour. Wow, those are oftentimes the best songs. And he said that was just you know we just put it on the album because we needed a song on yeah. there. Yeah, that's uh, how it works. Yeah. That's that's what happens to yeah. a lot of the greatest songs. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. So. Mm. This uh, I don't think I don't think the tour is going to implode. I think they're okay. going to be okay. They're going to get through with it. Yeah. I suspect this is going to be one of their final tours. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, they're getting up there. Yeah. You know they're in there, but you know the Rolling Stones are still going. Yeah, and I got to be honest with you, Eddie looks fantastic in the pictures. Oh, he's looking good, isn't he? He's yeah. looking healthier than I've seen him in a yeah. long, long time. Yeah, and I, and I think the gray hair, I think that suits it, him. It really does yeah. suit him, and and the, the way he's wearing his clothes and everything like right. that, you know, everything. He's looking good. Uh, he's looking really That's good. his wife. That's his uh, wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Now David Lee Roth. Mm -hmm. 
David Lee Roth is my favorite lead singer of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was David Lee Roth. Yeah, there you I go. I wanted to be David yeah, Lee Roth. I understand. Um, I had the posters. Yeah. You know, I had the life size poster yeah. on my door, of uh-huh, David uh-huh. Lee Roth. You know, and you know, I was Dave. I had the long blonde hair. You did. I everything I did. Everything I did uh-huh. was to be like David Lee Roth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like you were there in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anybody out there that's listening or watching right mm-hmm. now, if you were there, there in the eighties yeah. to remember this, mm-hmm. Dave was the man. Yeah, he was. He was so popular then. So popular. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Dave was the man. Yeah. What happened? Age and... He's like he's like the butt of all jokes now. That happens sometimes when people were are Red hot and mm. really, really big. You know, for a while, if I can change a little bit, for a while, McCartney was. And I'm a huge McCartney mm-hmm. fan. But what you were talking about with Eddie is the same that could be applied to McCartney. For a while, I mean, McCartney is, is brilliant, but some of his albums are not good. And the reason is because he should have had somebody say, like, Paul, this song doesn't work. Mm. And don't don't release this album. Wait for more material. And if you combined these two albums, you'd have anything... You'd have something as as good as what you were doing with with John and everything yeah. like this. He needed quality control, and, um, and that just happens with with people sometimes. So, I'm yeah. wondering if. But now I'm sorry. Now Paul is back to being, and now people are slagging John, right? right and right, right, for a right. lot of different reasons. I mean, not everybody, but some people have been slagging John, and now now Paul's become a little bit more popular and a little bit more respected. Uh, and I'm thinking maybe that might happen with Dave. Well, I'm kind of wondering if maybe David Lee Roth. Tried to stay Diamond Dave for too long. That I think that's probably the, what it was, and I mean that's mm. the same thing. Uh, getting back to wrestling, that was the big problem with Hulk Hogan for a while. Everybody just started, "Oh God, it's it's Hogan. I am a real American," and he started getting booed and everything. Right, like right, this. right, right, right. And right. that's one of the reasons why Sting, the wrestler, thought, "Man, I've got to change my, I've got to change my gig and mm. my the way that I'm doing things because they're they're booing Hogan. They're going to get after me pretty mm. soon." And that's why when Hogan changed, you know it really got his career going longer than Flip before. Up so they can see the EVH. Yeah, very, very, very good, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, mm. maybe he was just too, a little bit too much. Wow, Diamond David's mm. just like, yeah, when you're old, it's not cute anymore. It's not right. fun anymore, yeah. Um, my buddy, Coopertown Productions, my buddy Bill, mm-hmm. he's saying, I think he's my favorite front man, but not my favorite lead singer. Mm. Um, you know... That's so, a good distinction. So many people uh, get on Dave. Oh, he can't sing. He mm. can't sing. You know, he doesn't have a voice compared to Sammy Hagar. No, he doesn't. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have the range of Sammy Hagar. That doesn't mean he can't sing. Mm -hmm. It means he doesn't have that range. Yeah. And, and I will, I will dare anybody. Okay. Anybody. Okay. To come up with one Dave era song that Sammy Hagar could sing better. Interesting. Nothing. He could, he could not do it. Yeah. And I can give you a handful of Sammy Era songs that Dave would make sound pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because he's got that throaty growl, yeah, right? Yeah. But having that said, mm. now Dave, and like McCartney as well, McCartney's voice is not as good as it was 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Dave's voice, Dave's voice is gone. Is, yeah, yeah, Dave's, He's yeah. gone. Um, yeah. I, the, the thing that bums me out uh-huh. really bad about Dave, I see all the comments about him on the net, you know, mm-hmm. oh my God, his voice is yeah. shot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I agree with him, yeah. and I and I hate to see it. It uh-huh. really it boils, uh-huh. it chaps my ass to see that. Yeah, but they're right. His yeah. voice is gone. Yeah, but you know, Dave would, Dave would be okay if he would stay in his lower register. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. not yeah. go up there. You yeah. know, uh-huh. Dave, you can't go up there anymore. Yeah, stay off the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Stay in your lower register. You still got that voice. Yeah. It still sounds really good. Still yeah. sounds really sexy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just keep just keep a little. Yeah, low. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, Bill's saying uh, Stephen Tyler's still Stephen. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, <laughs> a, there's some people that still keep the, that maintain yeah. their voice for a very, very, very long time. But if you've seen that Steven Tyler country song, oh my no, God. No, I haven't. God, heard that's that. a pile of steaming dog poo. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's just trying to maybe uh, get a little bit too much money out it, it, of it. It's like yeah. a bad Aerosmith song. I is think it been, really? I think he's been hanging around Keith Urban too much. Oh, uh, could be. Could be. You know, so you want yeah. to try country. But what it sounds like is I'm trying to figure out. Why is it a country song? Because there's a banjo in it. Because Steven Tyler sounds like he's just singing a bad Aerosmith song. There it's not go. good at all. There you and go. Tomiko, 
She loved Steven Tyler. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh yeah. dear. Well, James, I'm looking at the clock, and wow. it's about time. I can't believe we've been speaking for almost an hour. We went totally Van Halen on this. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the comments real quick. Sure. See what we got here. We didn't seem to get a whole bunch. No, I think everybody was just too enthralled with your stories <laughs> yeah. like I was. I was just going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there you go, Ninja all that Roo, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Ninja Roo says, gay cowboy hat for the win. Yay. Uh, let's see. Kron says, uh, magnified by the horrible clickbait headlines, which yeah. we were talking about the reading, yeah, right? exactly. Um... Uh, let's see. When I hear the name General Lee, I think to the guy on Takashi's Castle. I don't know that. Hmm. Um, the KKK stuff, which was, again, taken out of context. Windows 90. We saw these. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think there's really anything uh, yeah. that we that we really need to bring no, up. No, because no there, questions here. Everybody was just really, really interested in your stories as I was. <laughs> Thanks, man. That was fun. It's it really was. It was stories. really, really fun. Um, oh, Hickey Bear. Hickey Bear. Yay. Um, I messaged her mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I said, uh, I said, do you know why we call you Hickey Bear? Mm-hmm. And she, no, she didn't, she didn't know. know. So I sent her a link to okay. to the Wiki Bear uh-huh. videos. Uh-huh. So I, I hope you enjoyed those, yeah. Hickey Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, Hickey Bear. Hickey Bear. I'm Hickey Bear. <laughs> um there may be a good story about bad bad blood between those two, or it could just be different personality types not meshing. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I think there's probably a bit of both. Have you ever met someone who seemed fine but you just didn't like them, just rub you the wrong way? You know, there's actually a couple interviews out there. Uh huh. Probably over the last two years, mm-hmm. um, they're black and white interviews. Uh, Dave and Eddie and Alex sitting together. Really. Just yeah, and they're talking about old days. Yeah, you remember yeah. when your dad did the yeah, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, and when you see that, you're like, oh man, you know, it's, yeah. it's good to see them. Yeah, you know, at, at come on, guys. At one point, they had to be friends. Exactly, or else you know they wouldn't have kept you going. Know? You know, and I, you know, it'd be nice to see them go out like exactly. that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, Dave, there's really nothing here to address. Yeah. So, um, by the way, there was one comment. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, at the at the very very bottom mm-hmm. about Paul, uh, Paul McCartney still has it. I saw him on his current tour. David Mc. Feeders, feeders, yeah. Yeah, there's one thing. On, I've I've always been called a Paul apologist because I really oh, like Paul. Sorry. And Tom and John says Paul McCartney two months ago in Tokyo. Okay. Oh man, that would have been cool. I saw Paul live several times in Los Angeles, and they were great. He was slagged a while ago because apparently his voice, even though I have not seen this, was not too great on a Senate Live uh, reunion or I'm sorry, not reunion uh, mm-hmm. anniversary show. And I found out later the reason why his voice was bad is because before the the, the gig, uh, Jimmy Fallon got a whole bunch of people together, <clears throat> Paul and a whole bunch of other famous people, and they were doing this big gig, and it just destroyed his voice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. That's when where Prince came in, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw so, that. So, so, yeah. so in, in his defense, yeah, he does have a great voice, and he's still a great showman. And the, the shows that I've seen of Paul have been fantastic. Oh, you've seen him? I've seen him live a couple of times, yeah. Mm. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Have you seen him here? No, I've never seen no. I've never seen anybody famous in, in Japan. Oh, okay. And I really feel bad about that. I wish I could. Uh, concerts, if anybody's interested, concerts that I've been to in Japan. Mm. Um, Kiss. Yeah. Motley Crue. Mm. Megadeth. Metallica. Mm-hmm. Van Halen. Mm-hmm. David Lee Roth. Mm-hmm. Godsmack. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Mm. I think concerts that I've been to in Japan include my daughter's uh, elementary school uh, recital, uh, <laughs> my other daughter's uh, nursery school, right, uh, right, uh, winter, right. winter, uh, whatever. You get the idea. <laughs> so I'd like, I'd like to go to more famous places. Well, anyway, right. with that, bad with joke. With that. All right. Is that Mrs. Molly coming It is up? Mrs. Molly. Uh, I think she's home. Are I you home, Ma- Mrs. Molly? Okay, yeah, well, guess, yes, right. this is very good. I guess we're, we're getting stood up. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, guys, uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to Molly's Place podcast mm-hmm. tonight. Um, as usual, uh, if you're wanting to keep up with us via so- social media, uh, you can find links to everything at www.mullysplace.com. Um, we'd also like to request that yes. if, uh, if you're enjoying the podcast mm-hmm. and if you've got a free second, mm-hmm. um, go on over to iTunes mm-hmm. and leave a rating or a comment mm-hmm. for us. Um, even if you think we suck, just yeah. go ahead and you know throw up something for us. Make a comment uh, about my hat. Yeah, Dave's Dave's cowboy hat. <laughs> um, the the more ratings that we get will help us move up the ladder. Now yeah. we're never going to take over Adam and Doctor Drew. But, no, but you know it'd be nice to you know have a little bit of a rank. It'd be nice to show up on the ranking. Yes, you know that would be absolutely extraordinary. You know if we could 
if we could show up somewhere in the top couple thousand rankings, that'd be Whoa. that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, we're also available over on okay. So the places where you can get Mully's Place podcast, uh, you can listen to it for free mm-hmm. at Mully'sPlace.com. Yes, uh, you can download it for free from iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you're the type of person that you don't want to deal with iTunes, uh, you can also download us from Stitcher Radio. Great. Right. So we got the three outlets. That's very nice. Right. And a comment on any one of those places would be would be very be wonderful. Yeah. And uh, lets us know what you guys like and uh, lets us know what we can prepare for you. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. All right, guys. Well, we will uh, leave it at that. Yep. And uh, we'll see you probably next week or the week after. Yeah, sounds good. We still got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, because we we we, we worked really, like, really really long. I had a list of things to talk about. It's like, wow, I'm not stopping Jim's stories about these <laughs> yeah. these these gems about Van Halen. I love <laughs> Dave it. came in tonight. And he's rolling off a list to me. Well, we can talk about this and this and this and this and, this, and, this, and, and like, we hit yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So there okay. you go. That's all right, great. guys. Well, thanks again, and we shall see you uh, next time around. See you guys. All right, this is Mully. This is Dave. Keep it between the lines. <laughs>